This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris you might know that uh, we own a couple of dogs. We're not—I wouldn't say we're dog lovers in the, at least not the way I think of dog lovers. We don't take them out in the car and to the store with us and and things like that. But we love our dogs. They run around, no collars, no leashes. They don't know—they don't know what this is. <laughs> they just kind of roam free, and uh, we like it that way, and they like it that way. Use the dogs for security and companionship and um but you know really security is the main thing we got a little trifecta between the three and it's a system that works really well and has served us well and we love the dogs to death my daughter picked out two of the three and they've been fantastic picks really but this last one duke you may have heard me speak about this super duper well let me tell you this little side story i've talked about his jumping skills which uh, he's two years old now. He just turned two. And we really want to discourage the, like, the, the leaps, the Superman leaps off the deck, right? You have this elevated deck down to a lower deck, down to the ground, and it's just, it's amazing to watch this. Um, I actually want to put a GoPro on him when, he, when he's, uh, we chuck balls to him. It's amazing the catches he makes. Really amazing dog. He's a, a Shepherd Lab mix. Well, anyway, uh, off the side of the deck, it's about a five-feet drop. And on that side, we built a ramp down to the dog run. We cut a hole in the railing there and uh, rebuilt the railing into a gate. It's pretty cool. It's like a hidden gate. And we can let the dogs down there, down the ramp, and they'll go into their their run there. And uh, we try to contain and keep the yard cleaned up that way. And we've been uh, more or less successful with them, with that. I would say that typically it cuts down at least half. You know, we haven't done a real great job training them. And I know the way to do that. We just haven't taken the time to it. Maybe we'll soon. Anyway, the ramp. Duke's on the ramp coming up. And this thing, for some reason, breaks. And the ramp collapses and falls to the ground five feet. Duke, <laughs> the menacing lab uh, shepherd mix, all black, big face, big paws, a bark that would, you know, would stop uh, anybody. He, the ramp falls, and there he was, paralyzed with fear, stuck there on the ground, didn't move till my wife went out there and moved him around. It was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, we had a little problem with Duke in that he's very jumpy. And he's very friendly. I mean, I believe you could you could do a lot to this dog. He would not bite a human, certainly not us uh, particularly. Um, but uh, he would, he'd jump, and he hurts with his paws. Well, uh, back, I want to say like March, something like that. And I saw it happen. My daughter, I, we were outside. She went into the yard through the gate, and I watched him running. And it was like watching a slow-motion train wreck. There he would tackle her and hurt her, you know? And the problem that we were having is that uh, anytime you go to discipline him with this, he'd run away. We think it was a game. And so we were inadvertently encouraging what we wanted to discourage. 
Well, on this particular day, I happened to be in good shape, and I thought, dude, you got the wrong guy on the wrong day. This is going to end right now. And I started running him down. And I got a, I got a big uh, piece of bamboo about eight feet long, and that really extended my reach. And I would just cut the inside of curve, so he had to take the outside. <clears throat> he was running a good three to my one. You see what I'm saying? Simple uh, mechanics there. And it was pretty funny because in the beginning, he was just laughing at me. He's juking and running. He's like, this slow white boy, this is going to be a while. And I thought to myself, we'll see. <laughs> well, a few minutes later, maybe five, six, seven minutes in, he's getting a little winded. You can see that happy little face is turning to a little bit of concern. A few minutes later, it was pure panic. And he starts making desperate moves. And I was hurting. I'm not going to tell you this was easy by any stretch. The lactic acid built up. My legs were burning. I was out of breath. And I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. And I thought if I fail, this is going to be an epic failure. But I pressed on. And the other, the other two dogs and my daughter, they just watched this go on for 20 minutes. And finally, he ran into this little corner between the uh, between the house and the fence, and he hid there. He was just gassed. And I took that piece of bamboo, and I whacked the wall right behind his head a couple times, gave him a good yell, and never hit the dog. So what happened is all the dogs and my daughter was like, oh, boy, let me tell you. I mean, talk about, talk about earning respect. I was like, man, I just pulled that off. Nobody gonna mess with me. Woo-wee. All right. Order restored. Dog quit messing around. A couple times after that, maybe I'd have to grab that piece of bamboo and give him a little reminder. But it's been quite a while. Been, you know, months now and had this problem at all. And uh <clears throat> I guess it was Sunday, yeah. Was it rained here Saturday? Sunday I was out for a great hike. I think I mentioned that. And uh, then I was working in the yard in the afternoon, just getting the rest of the fall cleanup done. And my, I came out from the garage, and my wife said, he's being a real jerk to the dogs and the grace. And so uh, so I didn't really think too much of it. Next thing you know, I hear her around the corner, and she said, Duke, stop, Duke, stop. I grabbed the stick, and I walked into the yard, and he just looked at me and just cowered. <laughs> And I just said, sit. And I looked at him, and I said, knock it off. And I walked away, and order was restored. And I thought, you know, <laughs> it's really amazing <laughs> that it came to this, let alone that it works. We had a, a police dog train. This is how, how rough this dog was. Beautiful dog, I'm telling you. It was like this. So it was, it, you know, We were dealing with it. Uh, but you know, it was it was a bit of a problem with him, and 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 his lack of listening in general. You know, the shepherds are like the closest thing to a wild dog that we still have, and uh, you know they're they're a little little crazy. You got to watch the shepherds, and so he's got a little wild side in him. He goes at the other dog. The other dog's a pit bull, and he goes. They go at it, and he's take. You know, he'll take her down. He can take her down. That's how powerful he is. The problem is that she can still fight on her back. 
and he's taken a few licks, like, you know, needed, like, uh, you know, medical attention by us. And, you know, we don't want the dogs fight. You should see the way they're like bulls out there rolling. And, you know, we don't want, as they get older, this gets more and more problematic. And we don't like that kind of aggression in the dog. It's playing to them. But they're big physical dogs. We run them a lot. They're constantly outside. They chased every animal known to the eastern side of Pennsylvania at this point. Uh, but we love them. We do. The pit bull, I pick her up, and she's, they'll be a lap dog. She'll just like limp, go lay limp on my lap. It's the most hilarious thing. And she won't get down. She won't get off my lap, right? I'll pick her up. She knows what to do. She'll sit with her back to me. And I'll pick her up, and she just kind of, I just pull her up my legs. Well, she won't get down. And so I got to do the reverse. I got to slide her down my legs like a sliding board and set her back into her setting position. (laughs) But she's a great dog. But anyway, you know, dogs are dogs, but human beings are different. Uh, You would think that people would respond more to reason and good sense, but I don't know that there's a lot of uh, indication going on uh, with that. But anyway, let me share uh, a couple of stories here. This is a, a, a woman from Michigan, Republican congressional candidate, I guess, who ran against uh, Omar out there, made this statement that Um, Only by bullets now. This didn't get pushed around very much. Uh, Republican congressional candidate, I don't know how you pronounce this, Shukri Abedarium, does it matter? Why would I say that? Called for a violent armed revolution over a much-hyped information dump on the handling of the Hunter Biden laptop story. She says, we can no longer get rid of tyranny by the ballots. It's only by bullets now. Uh, Some of her other reactions were equally heated. I'm done. I regret that I put my life on the line to defend these Nazis and that so many of my brothers and sisters in arms died for. Two pillars of a successful republic are election integrity and confidence in our democratic processes. We have neither. This is treason and the real insurrection. This wasn't by Russia. It was by our own expletive government. Just so you know, Hillary Clinton, Elon Musk is not suicidal. Pretty funny, right? Not pretty funny, haha. Pretty serious, really, what she's saying. Then there's this. So, the, you know, the issue at hand in that is this story that Twitter silenced the story uh, about the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now, the first thing I want you to understand is. Uh, you know, they're making this sound like, you know, t- Twitter, you know, some, you know, something we, I don't know what was going on, why they would do that. No, it misses the whole point. How about Facebook? How about the media? They all, they all refused to, I believe in Fox News did. I'm not, uh, don't quote me on that. But this is much further than just Twitter. And, you know, I'm just going by what's reported. I don't know anything to be fact. So, you know, you'd have to decide for yourself. But it seemed to me that the Biden campaign had connections in these businesses and told them. So how do you reconcile that? That this important information 
on criminal activity by the president's son uh, was censored. Fascinating, really. You don't think it's a big deal? I think it's a huge deal. The, the things that were going on, you know, everybody said, oh, conspiracy theories. It's not. Everything's getting proven true. And you look at how far that Elon Musk is willing to go to reveal this. Uh, people are saying he better be careful. Um, you know, he's, he's revealing information that people are, are going to be upset about. This could find his safety at risk. I would imagine so. And then there's this story. I didn't know there's a defamation suit against Fox News. Um, is it by Dominion? Yeah, by Dominion. Suing Fox News for running stories about the problems with the voting machines, okay? Well, first of all, they're a news organization that they report it improperly. I mean, how far does this go? They're, they're slowly turning the screws to anything that doesn't follow along with their program. Alex Jones was just the beginning. Case in point, the shadow banning of this podcast, the refusal to put it in feeds along with everything else. What do you do about it? Whine, cry, and complain, and other than that, there's not much you can do. Now, fortunately, this communist, socialist, totalitarian approach isn't very popular, so people are just turning away. I think YouTube is dying. Uh, cable news is laying people off. The advertisers, nobody's watching this garbage. If they are, they're the very limited advertising value that they have to stoop so low to create a pandemic to prop up a Pfizer. That's what the news has become. Nothing more than than infomercials. No different than, uh, who was that guy with the with the beard, with the orange glow stuff? Remember that guy? I think he died, I'm pretty sure. What, Billy Mays? Billy Mays! Remember that? My son and I used to talk about, hi, Billy Mays here with the orange glow, or whatever it was. I don't know. There's some crazy stories about him. Apparently, he had a little flavor for um, substances that made him go faster or something like that. I don't know, but he was quite the party guy from what I'm told. So the Twitter story is nothing but a drop in the bucket. Nothing but a drop in the bucket because all they, they all it wasn't like everybody else was reporting on it, but Twitter refused to. That's not the allegation, but that's getting completely missed. And certainly they're going to come out against Twitter because they're thinking, oh man, what are they going to say if anybody is smart enough to ask, well, why didn't CNN report on it, for example? Just saying, I don't know. And then there's Dominion with the lawsuit against Fox. You're going to tell me this isn't a hostile move to suppress speech? The hell it isn't. It, uh, HBO did a documentary on the Dominion machines. Don't quote me on the Dominion part. They did a documentary on the machines. I don't recall if Dominion was specifically mentioned. I'm sure I could go check, but so could you. But why is HBO any more or, more or less culpable than Fox News at this point? And what, you can't raise questions about this stuff? What the hell's going on? I don't know this this uh, politician from Michigan, Minnesota. Minnesota. Republican Congress. Why did it not say? I thought it did say where she was. Uh, doesn't matter. But it sounds like she served in the military. I agree. You know, I, I, at this point, uh, I, I don't know that it was. It did much. Put it that way. Here's a story. Dissident says the Cuba regime has unleashed a repressive fury. First, the speech is silence, and then begins the pain and suffering. 
listen, why why else would they want to force politicians on you? If it was good for you, it would just let it ride on the merits. You really believe it's going to be, what are they so afraid of? The Hunter Biden story and all these, all these other things that have to be misled and everything. Name one. It's funny, in this age of this disinformation, and here they're not reporting. Is, is disinformation by omission? Is that a real thing? And when the entire media does it, not just Twitter, is that a thing? When Dominion sues news organizations for the audacity to report on questions about their machines, when there's an a HBO documentary to support it? Failure in, 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 uh, in, in Arizona there? The machines? Oh, oh, don't you dare. Can't raise a question. Look at what's happening in Cuba. Meanwhile, here's a couple interesting stories for you. Separate of the big picture politics. Portland residents flock to illegal magic mushrooms store. First of all, uh, this term magic mushrooms I found kind of funny. Um, I, I don't you know, know that the mushroom effect is necessarily what uh, some people would let to believe. But I would say the same about a lot of drugs. Uh, you can look into it yourself. I'm not here to promote the drug industry in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm not recommending it. But I'm just saying I don't think that the toxic, toxicity level, shall we say, of magic mushrooms, they're calling them, is what necessarily some people would be led to believe. That being said, do we need another drug on the streets? Now, it's natural. I mean, will they, would it get rid of the fentanyl? I would trade mushrooms for fentanyl, I think. I don't know. I don't know that anybody ever really got addicted to mushrooms. Just kind of funny. Well, yeah, the store, it's illegal, the store. It's not legal to buy these things. But this place opens up in defiance of the law. Who got paid off for that? What, what is really going on? People are lined up to buy them. Oh, boy. If that's not a sign of the times. People standing in line with their hoods up so nobody sees them. <laughs> Meanwhile, your phones are tracked. They know where you're at. They are. I'm not making that up. It's not a conspiracy. It's a well-known fact. The police get a warrant. They can find out exactly where your phone was. I can't believe criminals don't know this. You think if you're going to commit a crime that at least you would do is, is carry two phones or get rid of the phone? I don't know. What am I giving criminals ideas for? But this idea that people are going to be lined up to go to a mushroom store when it's illegal, no less, brazenly, just in broad daylight, going into a store uh, to buy mushrooms, no less, hallucinogenic. Is this what we need? Is, is this a good idea? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> Maybe people's eyes will be open. Sure they will. I'm sure it'll be great. What could go wrong, really? I think that's the question we should be asking. Magic mushrooms. I got this little uh, photograph. It looks like a, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was the, the, the um, uh, Smurfs. That's what it was called. The Smurfs. There's like a little Smurf shroom or Smurf house there. What could go wrong? That's what we should be asking. Intentional vandalism leaves 40,000 people without power in North Carolina. So... I was talking about this, I think, the other day, this idea that uh, it wouldn't be that hard to inflict mass damage on the electric grid. And I found this to be interesting. I don't even know what the actual 
intentional vandalism was. Uh, but uh, and I, even if I did, I don't want to say it here because I don't give people any ideas. But it's very uh, much more vulnerable, I should say, than you would tend to think. And in today's day and age, having backup plans is important. Here's big news, big surprise, like I couldn't have guessed this. Early voting for Georgia Senate runoff shatters records. Why? (laughs) Well, because the Democrats need the votes, that's why. Dad rescues two-year-old daughter from a coyote attack in their front yard. Coyotes are kind of small. I'm surprised the coyote would do this. But uh, good for Dad for coming to the rescue. Uh the uh, Chinese uh, uh, Party, Chinese, Chinese Communist Party, CCP, right? Using TikTok to interfere in U.S. elections. I'm shocked. I, I would have never guessed that. You know what? Next thing you know, they're going to tell us that they're, they're, they're tracking your whereabouts with the app. No. I, why would I think that? I don't know. Carrie Lake responds to the judge who sanctioned her team in the lawsuit. So Carrie Lake sues in this election scam. The judge rules against her and orders her campaign to pay the other party's legal fees. Listen, the whole system's so corrupt. Uh, Nancy Price was asking me. Uh, I'm the treasurer for a campaign. It's done now. She said, um, are you going to run for office? And I said, absolutely, 100% no. Uh, I'm not ready to go to bullets. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. We haven't exhausted all peaceful means. We haven't even tried any peaceful means, really, except for a few people trying to run for election. Uh, What's next? I really don't know is the short answer, but I don't see. It's too risky. It really is. What you're subjecting yourself to, to run as a Republican. Um, Federal government uh, spending money to have people report, do a study, of course, and have people report uh, things that friends post online uh, to measure its level of misinformation. Great idea. How much more data could they possibly collect? I don't know. They know everything about us there is to know. I'm going to leave you with this story, and then i got to run. I told you I'm on a tight schedule. Uh, Things are a little busy here leading up to the holidays. Uh, But even if I have to come on for an abbreviated time, I think I would prefer to do that as much as I can. Uh, But if I do miss a day here or there, just know I'll be back, okay? Either way, uh, this is from military.com. The uh, the, uh, Marine Corps Commandant says that the vaccine mandate is hurting recruiting. Probably only in the Marine Corps. I mean, the other branches don't seem to be whining about this stuff. Why all of a sudden are the Marines whining about it? You know, it's fascinating, really, that uh, people really don't want the vaccine. But the government continues to do everything they possibly can to ram it down everybody's throat. You really have to ask yourself why. Why would that be? Why would they want to continue to do what they love? The government is so concerned about your well-being that they're going to make sure you get it whether you want it or not. I don't think it's a good idea. What do you think? Let me know at ChristopherScottShow.com. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.